Good morning, good afternoon, and good night to all you listeners. It's another week, another podcast. And as you can see today, I'm trying a new thing where I'm trying to record audio while doing video as well. This will go up either to YouTube or I'll just might use it for some of my uh, promotions on Instagram and other social medias. Anyway, so this is the second episode of It's All Anonymous with me, your host, Oscar Ruto. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I have definitely had an interesting week after the release of my first episode. So, episode two. Episode two. So, for all of you who are unfamiliar with the premise behind this podcast, I would suggest that you go back and listen to episode one. You know, if you're short on time, I would recommend just the first five minutes or so. I mean, that will give you enough of an idea of what I'm trying to do here. Uh, for those of you here with who are here with me again, I want to say thank you for your support and patience with me as I try and figure out what this project is all about because it's also a learning experience for me. I'm not I'm still trying to get a grasp on what of what I'm doing here and maybe with the help of the listeners I will get to understand more of what I'm trying to do maybe with your comments with your suggestions. I am trying to learn and it's all about learning and growing. It's all about well as AA says it's about spiritual progress and not spiritual perfection. Uh, so, after releasing my first episode, like I've said, it was a very interesting week. There were a few issues that were raised by some listeners, and I would like to address this. This, this some of these, it's not all of them, just a few of them, before proceeding on to the topic of the day. So, there are three issues that came up time and time again. There were much more, but these this are the three that really caught my attention. Number one, breaking from the 10th and 11th traditions of AA. Number two, attempting to be the voice of AA. Number three, repetitive use of the pronoun you, Y-O-U, as opposed to I. Like I've said, these are just some of the issues that were raised. I can't go into all of them because of time, of course. Uh, but I feel like it is, it is important that I do discuss these issues. So anyway, first and foremost, I want to say thank you for all of you people who listened, number one. And give me your honest feedback. You know, it's all that's what I need. In order for me to grow, I need to get honesty from the people who are listening to what whatever it is I'm saying. Right? If no one is telling me what they think, you know, then I can grow. You know, if as as an artist, right? I do believe that an artist you shouldn't bend your will to the to the audience, but it is important to to hear some critiques from the people who are consuming your art. And I'm not saying this is art, but anyway, it's a project I'm working on, and it's a project not just for me, but for the world. So to be listened to, to be critiqued is very valuable. So, as I've said, all of the concerns that you raised are very important, you know, and I do not take them lightly. I do appreciate and listen, and I'm glad that people did listen. So what I will do here is just discuss my my side of the story. So, now, like I said, number one, breaking from the 10th and 11th tradition. Number two, attempting to be the voice of AA. Number three, repetitive use of pronouns, pronoun you as opposed to I. So, as for, the, as for these issues, number one, the 10th tradition of AA states that no AA group or member should, should ever in such, a way, uh, in such a way as to implicate AA express an opinion on outside controversial issues. The 11th tradition goes on to say our relations with the general public should be characterized by personal anonymity. Our, our public relations should be guided by the principles of attractions rather than promotion. To this, as you know, to this, I might say that my intention is not to promote AA. So, what you might ask, then, what are you doing here? Why is your podcast called "It's All Anonymous"? Why not "It's All Oscar" or whatever I might, whatever other name it might be? Uh, 
So the reason why it's called it's all anonymous is because everything I have learned in the past year or so, all the improvements have I have made in my life have been as a consequence of me, of me joining AA, going to fellowship as as often as I do. And this is not to say that AA is for everyone. Like I've said, like I said in the previous episode, this podcast isn't about telling people to stop drinking. It's all about talking about the lessons that I have learned, right? And yes, maybe if someone listens to what I've learned, what I've learned through AA, through talking to other people in fellowship, it might encourage someone out there to do something better with their life. And I'm not saying my life is superior to yours, like I'm righteous. I'm just saying that, hey, when I go to fellowship and I listen to people speak, some of the things they say about their own lives make me look at my own life and say, you know what, I think I need to make a change in this manner, right? And that's what I'm, that's the first thing I'm trying to do here. So I use the lessons of AA as the foundation for whatever I have to say because these lessons have had a profound effect on my life. And you know, you might think that I'm exaggerating or other people in AA, when you when they speak in public, they might seem like they're exaggerating. You know, I'm sure you know a few famous people who have been in AA. You know, you have Russell Brand. Recently, I discovered that who is it? David Bowie was in was in fellowship. You know, so you you might hear big grandiose stories from these people, but even with the people who are well, relatively unknown people who are definitely not famous, who if you listen to people who've been AA for years, for decades, and you see the change, you know, you listen to the stories about how far they've come. It's like, wow, like I can do that with my life too. I, as Oscar, I can make such massive changes in my life that in a decade, I'm totally unrecognizable from the person I used to be, you know, in a positive way. And it's not what we want. Well, that's what we all want in our lives. For someone to see us a few years from now and say, wow, what happened to you? You're so much better than you were, right? And that's what I'm trying to do here. With So this podcast is me learning, you know, going back to the steps, you know, looking at my life and having you, the listener, listen to the change that I've made and it's not just to, again, I'm going to say, it's not to make you, it's not to tell you, change this thing about your life. If you do decide to change that thing about your life, that's good. I'm not, I don't know what that thing is. I am not righteous, right? I am not your pastor. I'm not your preacher. Anyway, number two, attempting to be the voice of AA, right? So I am in no way trying to be the voice of AA. Like I've said, I've only, right now I'm like one year and four months sober, Right? It's, it would be such, it would be hubristic for me to attempt to preach the benefits of sobriety. You know, it's like my sobriety hasn't been tested by the inexhaustible arm of time, you know. One year and four months, I mean, it's a, it's a big deal, you know. <laughs> like when I started, I was, when I joined AA, I couldn't imagine coming this far being sober. But there are people who've been sober for how long? For I know someone who's been sober for 27 years, you know. I don't know if my sponsor will, will mind me saying this, but my sponsor has been sober for, I believe, 17 years. Like, that seems so far out there for me, right? And when I joined AA and I had that, like, my first instinct, like, that's that's probably a lie. I'm sure they drink. They drink when no one knows. But these are people I've come to know and I see, like, they actually put the, you know, the teachings of AA into their life, you know? And I can tell you, these people, you know, <laughs> they are such emotionally, you know, and psychologically strong people that I really respect because like 17 years to stay away from whatever affliction you've had in your life for 17 years, that is amazing, right? And so like, I'm not trying to be the voice of AA, right? You know, it's like, 
but also i'm not saying that if you listen if you if someone not you when i say you i'm talking about a hypothetical person right let me should be clear on that if an individual listens to this podcast and says you know what i think i've been having a problem with drinking that i haven't been addressing after listening to this podcast which is somehow aa related i might want to go out and join aa or just find out more about aa that's perfect i'm not saying don't do that but this podcast is not me trying to preach and spread the word of aa to the world like i've said i am not your pastor i'm not your preacher i am not your father i am just saying the things that i'm just speaking about what i have learned and what an effect they've had on my life finally and this is the, was the hardest one for me the use of the pronoun you you so this was like i've said this was tough because like why do i say you like i've just said a few <laughs> a few moments ago when i'm saying you i'm talking about a hypothetical person but the truth the truth is like after some thought i came to the conclusion that i say you because i'm trying to escape the burden that comes with admitting that these problems are mine whether it's alcoholism whether it's pornography use whether it's self deception you know whether it's just lying to other people these are the problems that i have in my life right so if I, but somehow if i keep saying you 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 i might allow myself to stand on a pedestal above my listeners and say you know like i'm your righteous podcast host you know i know what i'm talking about i have solved all these things i have my big book with me i'm reading my bible every day i've solved all, the, all these issues but no i haven't no i haven't the reason i'm doing this podcast once again is to go back to the steps see how i can use these things to make my life better you know there be, there has definitely been a profound change between december of 2019 and now july of 2022 like my life has changed in such a profound manner right but still i know my life can be better i know if i choose to apply these things in my life with more fervor i can make my life much much better and if my life is better you know what happens the life of my family becomes better it's not just me you know if for instance if If you have a friend, okay, so if I have a friend and my friend is working out regularly and I see what massive change they have in their physique and their health, just watching them do what they do might inspire me to become better, right? And if I become make my life better, my wife might choose to make her life better in any way she can, you know? My daughter will mimic my behavior, you know, like just listen to my words, right? Because as we know, children don't listen to what you say. They copy what you do, right? and my friends as well if i can be more honest if i can be more truthful with myself my friends that will definitely have an impact on my friends life as well so these are just some of the issues i would like to that that were raised after the first episode was released and i do appreciate that you came out and like put all those concerns out there i do appreciate i do appreciate that you listened give me honest and honest feedback like i do need that i do need to be clear with myself and also with the people who are listening to this because it's all about like aa speaks of rigorous honesty rigorous honesty you have to be honest and sometimes it's hard to be honest i know you know there are some things we've done in our lives that are like you know do i really want the world to know these things anyway so thank you that was just a not very brief introduction of the second episode of it's all anonymous so moving on to the topic of the day as i mentioned last time the theme of the month is we admitted we were powerless that our lives had become unmanageable so if you if you've noticed i have made some edits to that sentence 
know, the original sentence is, we admitted we were powerless over alcohol. The reason I have made that change is because, once again, this is not a podcast. This is not an AA podcast. This is just AA adjacent, I would say. Huh. Well, because AA, like I've said, AA has influenced my life. So, of course, whatever has influenced my life is going to influence whatever I create. So, yes. So, we admitted we were powerless over, we were powerless that our lives had become unmanageable. The title of this episode is Set My Face Like Flint. And this quote comes from the Bible, specifically Isaiah chapter 50 verse 7, where it says, Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. And this title was inspired by the fear of reprehension I had after publishing the first episode. You know, it's like, you go out in the world, you put yourself out in the world, and you, even before the world responds to what you do, okay, I, and let me change that to I, I put out something in the world, and even before the world res- responds or reacts to what I have to do, I start to criticize what I have done, like what made me think anyone will be okay with me doing what I've just done, you know? What gives me the authority to do such a thing? The nerve, the pride, the hubris. You know, all these things build up in me. It's like, oh my God, I shouldn't have published that episode. Do I want the whole world to know that I'm in AA? Do I want the whole world to know that I'm a drunk? No, I don't want that. But then it's like, funny enough, after I published that episode, like the next day, like I tried to read the Bible, like just just a chapter a day. And I stumble about, uh, upon this, this chapter, this, this chapter from Isaiah. And it, like, again, it says, Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. And it's like, there's a reason. It made me realize the reason why I'm doing this podcast. And I don't know what drove me to decide to do this podcast, but I know something was inspired in me, Right? And because this thing, it wasn't just, it wasn't like a conscious choice. Okay, let me go out and speak about the lessons of running A. It's like, you know, this, you've heard the phrase touched by an angel. It used to be a TV show. It's like, I was touched by an angel. Okay, you have to do this now. Oscar, you're going to do this now. Right? And I did it. And now that it's out there, I shouldn't let shame stop me from making it as good as it can be. I shouldn't let shame stop me from doing what my God, my higher power tells me to do. Right? And so now I will not be shamed. I will not be shamed. I'm not fearful of doing this. And like, this is, this is not a retort to the critique I got last time because like I've said, all the critiques I got in the last, for the last episode, they have really helped me go back and look at the things I did right and also the things I did wrong. This is just a response to the own fear I had after publishing the first episode. Right? But that being said, let's move on the theme we admitted we were powerless that our lives had become unmanageable so the following excerpt is taken from step one of this 12-step program again it's this is all aa inspired and it said it says we perceive that only through utter defeat are we able to take our first steps toward liberation and strength our admission of powerless of personal powerlessness finally turns out to be the firm bedrock upon which happy and purposeful lives may be built. Now, once again, this is about me, not about anyone out there. So, I have known utter defeat, right? I have 
I have been able to stare down at the consequences of my actions and just for a moment to see that I am a monster, you know. I hope none of you have been there, you know, but I'm sure people have been there. It's 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 something in all of us. And I know it's definitely in me, you know, that I realized this for so long there was a demon I was feeding day after day after day. And at some point that demon said I want more and when I said no not today the demon came out it took control of me and I'm not saying hey hey I'm not saying like I was possessed or anything no 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 that demon I was feeding was this monster of alcoholism right and the consequence of feeding this monster was to one day sing blood on the walls you know the consequence of my actions were written in blood and i i mean that both figuratively you know and I mean, it was an actual fact you know it's, it's an actual fact that did happen the consequence of my actions were written in blood and it was my friend's blood and when you're in that situation you realize hey is this me is this who i want to be and you find yourself begging god to take you away so i find myself i i find myself begging god to take me away from that situation because i had become the devil and not only that i had become the devil in someone else's life so i remember watching when back when ronda rousey was in the ufc i remember watching some of her fight highlights and you know something funny about watching ronda rousey fight highlights on youtube it's like quite a lot of them end with her breaking someone's arm and you know for whoever Ronda Rousey's competitor like who her challenger is at the end of that fight when she breaks your arm she is the devil in your life or in yeah in the in the challenger's life because she has basically ended your career right you know you go into this match saying you know what i'm going to be i am going to be the person to defeat Ronda Rousey i'm back when she was you know when she was at the apex of the UFC of MMA I'm going to be the person to defeat Ronda Rousey and what happens she doesn't just make you tap out she doesn't just knock you out she breaks your arm like why will someone go that far why what what compels someone to go that far you know and it's like she turned into the devil in your life and that was me that was me one night in 2020 2020 2020 yes yeah 2020 not 2019 actually I made this I made that mistake a few minutes ago. I meant 2020 December of 2020. In one night of December 2020, I was the devil in another man's life. I was the Ronda Rousey so in his life. I mean I didn't break his hand but man I was damn near close enough, you know. Yeah, so you don't want to be that. Well, I I definitely don't want to go back and be that. So I'm going to go back to the Bible and the next the next quote comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 and it reads No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So I was raised Catholic but you know pride in a false understanding of science you know you could even call it an understanding drove me away from God. You know how strange it is that I needed to leave my home. I needed to leave Kenya. Come to Japan. Be an alcoholic, find AA, and somehow through AA, I find a way of filling that God-shaped hole in my heart. It's like 
I wasn't really a Christian again. <laughs> I mean, I was raised Catholic, but I didn't really, I wouldn't have called myself a Christian until I came back, until I joined AA. And I realized that this is something that I do need in my life. Once again, this is not telling people that AA makes you Christian or anything, but like I've said, AA speaks of a higher power. And they also do say that the, the higher power is as you understand it. And the, being raised Catholic, the only way for me to personify this higher power was to go back to the Bible. You know, to speak of Jesus Christ, to speak of the Holy Trinity. And this is how I personify my higher power. So anyway, the quote from 1 Corinthians, uh, you know, it's per- it perfectly speaks of this journey of admitting defeat, you know, this path of surrender. I am not the first person in the world to have been overtaken by alcoholism or pornography or, or self-deception, you know. I was not, I was tempted, but not beyond my ability. My rock bottom was just as deep as God needed me to go before I could wake up. I needed to see the abyss surrender to the darkness before a light could present itself in my life. Right? And isn't that life for everyone? Isn't that life for everyone? Yes, and it's different. Like, there's a, a wonderful praise by Carl Jung, and it says, No tree can grow to heaven unless its roots reach down to hell. Where is my hell? No, my hell was alcoholism. No, that's when I saw the darkest parts of myself, the parts of myself that I wouldn't want to ever reveal ever again, you know? I saw my hell. And I needed to understand what evil I am capable of before saying that I will never go back there again. I will do whatever it takes to not go back there again, you know? If it means praying every day, that's what I'm going to do. If it means going to an AA meeting twice a week, that's what I'm going to do. If it means calling someone and asking for help when I'm stuck, that's what I'll do because I know what hell is in my life and I will not go back there, right? There's a piece of hell in me. There's a piece of the devil in me. And if you, th- no, it's like, Prior to, prior to admitting my alcoholism, I truly believed that I was a good person. I truly believed that I was a good person. And there's this, another quote by Alexander Solzhenitsyn. I, I can't, it's a Russian name. He was the author of the book Gulag Archipelago. And he says, the, the, line bet- the line dividing good and evil cuts through the heart of every man. You know, and I, I wouldn't want to, before I discovered my alcoholism, before I admitted to my alcoholism, I wouldn't want to agree to that. I truly believed I was good. And when someone said I was bad, it's just because they didn't understand me. You know, it's not that I did anything wrong. It was them. It was just them. They weren't patient enough. They weren't understanding enough. But the truth is, is that it was me. I had the devil in me and I chose to feed that devil. You know, as they say, you have two wolves in you. And, you know, it's your choice which wolf you're going to feed. And I was feeding the, the dark wolf every single day. Right? And when I might choose symbolism as the devil and demons. But if... <laughs> let me tell you why I believe in the devil. Imagine this, like... This, this, uh, this is me. This is The person who describes me. Drinking from 8 p.m. to 3.30 a.m. Staggering home at 4 a.m. 
having spent more money than I had. Dropping right in front of the bathroom floor, projectile vomit around the toilet but not into the toilet bowl. My 6-month-old baby starts screaming in the middle of the in that morning because she had that ruckus the daddy was causing. She wakes up crying. My wife also wakes up because she has to take care of the baby. And on top of taking care of the baby, she has to clean up the vomit because drunk Oscar won't do it. <laughs> But that's not it. That's not it. She has to do it again the next day. Tell me that isn't the devil. Please tell me that is not the devil. Right? And it's like despite doing all of these things, I could not admit to my own powerlessness that I had a problem in my life. I I would have said that you know what? It's I'm just I was I made all the excuses. I'm just stressed from work. I feel lonely in Japan. I'm not I'm not able to speak my own language to people here. My Japanese proficiency isn't good enough. That's why I'm so lonely and I need a drink to blow off some some steam. I had all the excuses you can think of. But the truth is is I had a problem I needed to admit to this problem that my life had become unmanageable because before I could do make any changes. And funny enough once I admitted that there was a problem you know it was much easier to do something about it. It was much easier to ask for help when help was needed. Right? And I think I definitely needed that I needed to admit defeat. I needed that in my life. I needed surrender. I needed to surrender. And I'm not telling I'm not telling anyone out there what to do but I believe we, we all know as human beings we all know that the first step towards solving a problem is to admit there is a problem and I'm going to repeat that over and over again. The first step to solving any problem whether you know it's like for me it was alcoholism, you know. It is pornography to some degree right now. It's self-deception. But the first step to solving these problems is admitting there is a problem. That way before you dive back in before before I dive back into that vice, I can tell myself, "Hey, hey, stop. I know what will have to happen if I do this." Right? Like I mentioned last week, uh, I'm sorry, at the, at the last episode, During fellowship we start off all our shares by saying hi I'm Oscar I'm an alcoholic and what does that do it's a way to remind yourself when you go back out there don't just drink you're not like I I can't sorry when I go back there out there I can't just drink I am not like everyone else they can have one two drinks and call it night I have tried that it never worked it never worked I can't just have one or two drinks you know as we say in AA again this is not an AA podcast but it's just AA adjacent because this what influences my my life right now we say in a that one drink sorry what do we say one drink is too many and a hundred is not enough and it's true i've been there one drink is too many because once you once you have one drink in once i had one drink in i will just keep hammering back those drinks and it will never be enough until i'm passed out you know or vomiting or i have to be kicked out of the bar honestly <laughs> yeah so I think I'm going to call it quits on the th- on the body for today. And as I've said, I'm going to keep speaking about admitting defeat for just a f- two or three more episodes at least. Yeah, for two or three more episodes just to get more of an understanding of this and hopefully, hopefully if someone is willing I will get a guest on board to discuss this topic. And well, 
as i've said this this is not just for me it's for you dear listener it's a way it, it's a it is a gift that was given to me by aa right and just just as you know you want to share what you have you know you want to share your food as i think it's there what is there koi koi or koi san the bushman tribe from south southern africa who say the best place to put extra food is in your neighbor's belly and i yeah i do believe that i want to put all this all this wisdom that i have been i have been given in the minds of someone else and maybe if it has made my life better to a degree and maybe through listening to through sharing i will learn more and also i might help someone else i do hope i can i mean it would be an honor to to for someone to tell me that i helped them out you know it would be a great honor i'm not going to lie that does that would really humble me and once again before finishing the podcast i'm going to read a poem from my book anthology on demonology a poetic discourse with the possessed so which is like i've said it's it's available on amazon you know it's self published i pro- i published this book earlier this year it's a passion project i wrote this the poems for a period of maybe 2 2 years 1 and a half years so you know just if you want to support a self published poet and writer please go and get yourself a copy so the poem i will read today is called linger linger and it goes like this god forgive my hubris that i'd linger on former glory that i'd look back at the creations of the past and smile that i let this moment slide forsake now and drown in yesterday's broth fail to see the light of a second the chasm between what is and the majestic nature of what could be instead i linger linger on what was done what is done god forgive my trespasses for i am a blind sinner yet i see specks of of light let me swim in your light that was the second poem from my book uh, anthology and monology a poetic discourse with the possessed as i've said available on amazon grab yourself a copy and with that i want to say thank you to all those listeners who listened last week who've come on board this week if you have any feedback please you can just email me you can put it up on my instagram i you can dm me it's i will listen i will listen i'm trying to learn i'm trying to grow and even for those who people might who those of you who might have any hate hey it is what it is i'm yeah i'm i'm going to do what i'm going to do i have set my face like flint and i will not be put to shame and with that thank you very much and you will catch me again next time on it's all anonymous with your host oscar ruto peace out thank you